And now, a warrior for the Word of God and the Constitution of the United States, a Marine Corps veteran, a Harvard-trained attorney, Bishop of the Called Churches, and founder and president of STAND. Staying true to America's national destiny, the voice of the awakening, your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And I am he. Great to be with you again today, folks. It's Friday, First Amendment Friday here on The Awakening. That means we're going to be mainly taking your calls, and we're going to start that in the very next segment. So all of you who have tried to get in and couldn't get in, all of you I've had to leave waiting on the line from time to time when the program ended, just didn't have a chance to get your calls in. All of you have never been able to get through on the line. This is your opportunity because we spend the whole program pretty much doing nothing but taking calls and hearing from you. And every topic is on the table, by the way. Whatever you want to talk about, something we talked about this week or something we didn't talk about this week, but you thought we should have talked about this week, um, or just some topic that you think is worthy of discussion, uh, we'll be happy to hear what you have to say. Uh, I've got two things that I'm going to introduce the program with, and I'm going to leave the other issues because obviously there's always a multitude of issues we could talk about. I'm going to leave the other issues for you all to bring up throughout the program. The first issue I want to raise is this cocaine that was found at the White House. First time in our history, first time it's ever been public if it ever happened before. Uh, somebody mentioned on the program Willie Nelson. Uh, Willie Nelson's a, a, no, kind of a known pothead. Uh, I don't know whether he actually smoked marijuana in the White House uh, and whether any was left anywhere. But this is a white powder, of course. It could be anthrax. It could be some other kind of substance. It turned out to have been cocaine. And I want to raise an issue that no one else has raised. Okay. And I, maybe others have thought about this, but no one's talked about it. Everybody's raising the question of whose cocaine this is. And of course, the suspicion is that it's Hunter Biden's cocaine because Hunter Biden is a, at least has been a drug addict. Now, maybe he's completely innocent of this and this has nothing to do with him we do know it wasn't in a place where the general public gets to tour it's a place only where a staffer would be able to take someone on a private tour so it's not some something that somebody from the public would have done it's something that clearly either a staffer or uh, a very high public official uh, in the white house are responsible for uh, one or the other but here's the question nobody's raised. Where'd the cocaine come from? Not who had it in the White House, but where did they get it? You say, well, why is that important? Because consider this, folks. Whoever provided that cocaine is a drug dealer. If a drug dealer knows that he is supplying someone, more than likely a man, is supplying someone who works in the White House with cocaine. And that opens the door to all kinds of complications and potential for wrongdoing. Blackmail. Well, if you don't do what I need you to do, <laughs> people are going to find out that I sold you the cocaine or, or that, that you're, you're a, a, a cokehead uh, and, and I'm going to make sure that people know that. Uh, or, or 
I want you to do something for me in the White House. There's something I need. So you know where that's taking me, right? And I'm sure you all are a very sophisticated audience. You know exactly where I'm going. How do we know the cocaine's not being provided by someone from China? How do we know this is not really a Chinese operation? That they've got somebody that they know to be a cokehead who's working in the White House, and that could be uh, 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 Hunter Biden, of course, who's not working in the White House, but he's close to the president. But they know they've got their hooks into somebody who is a coke addict and that they can manipulate and use in whatever way they want because that person, A, needs the drugs, and B, is afraid of being exposed. Now, that hasn't been talked about, but that's a very real issue. You remember one of the things with regard to homosexuality before the homosexual community sort of tried to normalize and pretty much succeeded normalizing homosexuality was the concern that if you were a homosexual, you were subject to blackmail because people did not want to be exposed as homosexuals. Well, this is as bad, isn't it? This day and time, I mean, being a homosexual is not even an issue for most people. It's an issue for me because it's sin, but it's, issue for, it's, it's an issue for the word of God. It's an issue for the Bible. It's an issue for every Christian who is a Bible-believing Christian. Now, again, not that we, we, we hate or, or with that we're afraid of these folks. It, we just know it's wrong. But this is even worse because this involves trafficking in an illegal drug. It involves an addiction that makes a person subject to manipulation. Of course, one could argue homosexuality has similar qualities to it. But that aside, once again, folks, this is a potential threat to our national security. But, but it brings me back to the point that I've made again and again, which is this. And we don't know exactly who's involved in this. I guarantee that, that Joe Biden will, if his son's involved, he will engage in a cover-up to try to protect his son. And maybe that's why his son is so messed up, because instead of getting the discipline that he needed and the instruction that he needed and the, and the tough love that he needed, instead what he got was spoiled by a father who is fundamentally dishonest anyway uh, and pulled into a, a scheme to make money selling influence through his political connections. But these people don't care about our country. And they don't care about you and me. They don't care about the White House. They don't care about the Congress. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about anything but their own power and privilege and doing what they want to do, pursuing their agenda having their way and exercising all the power and control they can get in order to make money or to advance themselves. That's what they care about. They don't care about us. They don't care about this country. Now, I know that may seem harsh, but I think that's the absolute truth. Why in the world else would you allow your son to run around the world gallivanting about with countries, some of whom are adversaries, and taking millions of dollars. Why would you even allow that to happen if you truly care about America? You would be saying to your son, 
you will not do that. That puts our country at risk. And I'm not here to risk our country. I'm here to serve our country. What's wrong with you? You know, it's like Eli when his sons were using the temple and instead of rebuking them sternly and even kicking them out of the temple, oh, boys, now, you know, you have to watch it. And uh, he, he was just, he abdicated his responsibility as a father and as high priest and allowed this corruption to take place. And God judged him harshly for it. You remember what happened to him? God said, I said that I would, I would, I would perpetuate your name forever. He said, now there will not be an old man in your house. Basically, your name will die out with you. Instead of being blessed, he was cursed because he put his commitment to his sons above his commitment to God. One other issue I'm, I'm going to raise, and I'll do that when we come back. The number is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. And I'll take your calls in the next segment, folks. This is The Awakening. Great to be with you. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. The number is 888-589-8840. The lines are filling up. I'm going to come to your calls in just a moment, but let me raise the second issue. And it's with the Biden administration once again, really with the Biden family. Hunter Biden has a daughter by this woman who apparently was a former stripper, but I've also heard that she was well-educated. <clears throat> she was doing this because, and I, by the way, and I'm not in any way justifying what she was doing, but she was doing this because, of course, she made a lot more money doing that than whatever profession was she was educated to do uh, did. But she's apparently a very bright uh, woman who, who had a, a good background, but this is what she turned to. He met her, I guess, at some kind of strip club, ended up in a relationship with her, and they had a child. Okay, this happens in life, and we are Christians, but this is not any shock to us. But here is what really disturbs me, and, and let me just put this in context. You all know that I was born into a broken home. I was raised in foster care for the first 10 years of my life. And folks, I have to tell you, I have a, 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 a special disdain for people who abandon children because it, it, it really hits close to home for me, and I know how devastating it is to a child. Now, this, this child has been abandoned by her father, basically disowned by her grandfather, the President of the United States, who has gone to the despicable level of telling his staff that this seventh grandchild is never to be mentioned that they are to mention only six because this seventh is essentially disowned. I think that's one of the most despicable, disgusting things I have ever heard in my life. No wonder these people support abortion. Because again, just as I said earlier, they don't care about us. They don't care about people in general. They really don't. 
they are so selfish and self-absorbed that the only thing they care about is what they think is good for them. And they don't care who has to be harmed in order to get what they think they want. And I've heard they think politically this is bad for them. Well, everybody knows about the child. I mean, what's the point? What's the difference? But oh, no, 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 no. No. We Bidens, he said, you have, I, I give you my word as a Biden. Well, that, that's about worth the stuff that gets dropped in people's yards by dogs passing by. The word of a Biden. Tell that to this child. Folks, this man should not be president of the United States. He is a despicable human being. Yeah, I said it because I mean it because it's the truth. Because anybody who would disown a child who has done nothing to anyone and basically throw that child away like trash, I'll tell you, (laughs) only the love and grace of God is the only hope a person like that will ever have. Because in terms of evaluating them as human beings, they don't even belong in the class of human beings. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840 is the number. Needs to be said, folks, again and again. And I hope people will remember it when they go to the voting booth and ask the question, would you want this man to be the grandfather of your child? 888-589-8840. Let's come to your calls. Let's go to David in Oklahoma. David, welcome. Yes, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was just regarding what, you know, D-Day and the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me uncanny that people would say to the soldier, because they had soldier, that they had to take the vaccine. And a vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a jab. It's 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 uh, uh, work for the DNA. And, that, uh, and it's already been told how the uh, reactions and that side effects yeah. to it. And basically it, this uh, diabolical plan that this able our army and when i think about d-day where the people got out of the boat and took the shots even though they know they were on that death mm-hmm. but there's no reason for them to commit suicide or be an experiment to take a somebody to take another shot with a needle in the arm for their country because they already they already give agent orange and everything our veterans and our soldiers demand more care than that then it allowed them to be used. And two years from now, we don't even know what the side effects are going to be. And that's yeah. why they say when people left, well, you know, when they sign up for the soldiers, they have to follow every order. And I, and in my opinion, that's not correct because we need our military. And I think it's just a plan to, uh, to disable our military. Right. And I'll, I'll right, let David. you uh, speak it, David. that. Thank, David, thank you so much for the call. Uh, I I agree with you entirely. I don't know what the motive is, um, but once again, I think motive is in part money. The motive is in part just a sort of diabolical, pathological need to control people. And I agree with you. Uh, while every military person who takes that oath is is duty bound to follow lawful orders, I think the order to take that jab is an unconstitutional order. Uh, and therefore, no military person is duty bound to take it. And then threatening people with a dishonorable discharge, you have a completely clean record, threatening them with a dishonorable discharge because they refuse to take it. I think, again, it, it, it is 
thoroughly and wholly disgusting and despicable to treat our military people like that after they put their lives on the line for us. And so, David, I could not agree with you more. But once again, it comes back to the point I've made. These people don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about anybody. They care about themselves and what's, what's, what they think is good for them. Why do you think they're advertising drag queen, using drag queens to advertise for the Navy? You think that's something they, they think is going to encourage and inspire military people, or, or our military people serving us around the world? No, it's their agenda, and they don't care whether anybody likes it or is inspired by it or not. Bow down and go along with what we want to do. I mean, that's, that's sadly where we are. We, are. we have a government that, at least culturally, is behaving in a totalitarian way. Let's go to Cornelius in Louisiana. Cornelius, welcome. Oh, Bishop, I love you. And salute the Marine Corps. That guy's right. They're trying to disarm us and do everything else. But I was telling you, call screener, everybody needs to go to the Sound of Freedom. And I hope you can get Jim Caviezel on one day to talk about that. Because Disney is totally anti-Christ and homosexual. They don't want to. They had a way to green light that movie and they didn't do it. And the Disney movie that's failing, of course, is Indiana Jones, and it should fail. But, Bishop, I want to say one more thing, because they say you only got a few seconds. You know, I was raped as a child, and people, like I said, need to see this movie. Wow. The homosexual agenda, you write about that. These pedophiles and stuff, we've got to stop this. I think the U.S., I heard something where the U.S. is number one in child porn. And that's sad, Bishop. Yeah. And I'm glad you're leading yeah. the, the way and you think next Friday. I'll try to listen for that, too. So All God right. bless you, Bishop, and God bless your soul. Stand Thank up you, for Cornelius. America. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Cornelius, man. Sorry to hear that that has happened to you, and you are right. I think these, these people who are trying to sexualize children at an early age are grooming them to be used sexually. Let's just, just tell it like it is. I mean, why else would any normal adult want to be talking to a three, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-old about sexual matters and showing young children pictures of homosexual acts? I mean, why, why would they want to do that? It's certainly not for the health of that child because it's not healthy for a child. Thank you, Cornelius. Let's go to Teresa in Texas, in Houston. Teresa, welcome. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much. I just wanted to make a comment that it might be cruel in, on Biden's behalf to disown that child, but he disowns that God takes him back and look at Oprah. She, she made a fabulous life for herself when her parents disowned her as well. And she, this child will be in God's hands because that, that family... Look at the, the, her daughter, his daughter. Look at his son, constantly self-medicating with 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 uh, drugs and and yeah. sex and all of that. He's best off away from that demonic power. Or well, he, I don't know. Is it a he or a she? Uh, I believe it's a she. I think it's a daughter. But uh, Teresa, wow! You, th- thank you for the call, Teresa. You made an excellent point. And the point Teresa is making is even though it is disgusting what the Biden family is doing, the point she's making is, you know what? She might be better off to stay away from that group. She might be better off not to have any association with them. And you make a very, very 
good point because they are really a quite corrupt lot. 888-589-8840 is the number. Um, if you've got a quick point to make, Dan, I'm going to try to get you in here before I have to take a break. Dan from Illinois. Dan, go to it. Yeah, uh, well, I paid child support for 37 years in a row, and yes, I'm bragging. I had four children, my three different women. I visited with my kids every two weeks. I taught them everything I know, took them to church, and they're all productive American citizens. That's how you get, Mr. President. Amen. Amen. Well, Dan, you said quite a colorful uh, life there. Uh, but I appreciate the fact that you stood up as a father and took care of those children financially and spent time with them. You ought to be commended for that. God bless you. Uh, and, and look, Dan is, has got a background where, you know, you would not necessarily expect that. But you can look at the Biden family with money, with power, with influence, and say, what is their excuse? They have none. Nobody ultimately does. 888-589-8840 is the number. It's First Amendment Friday. We're taking your calls. We'll be back in just a moment. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. We're back. It's First Amendment Friday here on The Awakening. The number is 888-589-8840. We're taking your calls. Just before I come to the next call, let me point out one other issue. This singer, Jill Scott, you may not have heard of her, but she's a Grammy Award winning singer. She apparently was asked to sing the national anthem at the Grammys. Um, sorry, not the Grammys, at the Essence Fest, which I guess is a, is a black thing, a black uh, awards thing. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, so I'm not trying to denigrate it, but that's, I, don't, I just don't know very much about it. Um, instead of singing the national anthem as it was written by Francis Scott Key, here's what she sang. Oh, say can you see by the blood in the streets that the, this place doesn't smile on you, colored child, whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands, and you'll die in this place and your memory erased. And then she went on to say, Oh, say can you see, does this truth hold any weight? This is not the land of the free, or to sing, this is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. In other words, she completely denigrated and decimated our national anthem. I said that to, to lead into this. Next Friday, one week from today, at the downtown Richmond Marriott, 500 East Broad, we are holding a second Chronicle 714 patriotic rally to secure America's future. On 714, a second Chronicles 714 patriotic rally. That's why we chose that date, because it symbolizes what the word of God says. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And folks, I'd love to have you come. Those of you in the area, those of you outside the area, even if you have to drive a few hours, it's worth it to get there because it's going to be an historic event. People from all over the country will be there.
because we've got to save our country, and it's going to take God to help us do that. We can't do that on our own. We need God. And there's going to be a big surprise announcement at that rally. So it's going to be an historic event. Uh, I hope you can come. If you want to come, uh, there's no tickets uh, or anything. You don't have to pay to come, but we'd like to know how many are coming because we will be providing some food. Uh, But the RSVP is ewjackson at ewjackson.com. ewjackson at ewjackson.com. A Second Chronicles 714 patriotic rally to secure America's future and to basically take people like this woman, Jill Scott, and say to her, you know, if you really don't like it, would you please just go somewhere else and leave America to those of us who actually love it and want to come together to continue to build this into the great, to continue this and enhance this as the greatest nation in the history of the world. 888-589-8840. I know, folks, it's enough to make your blood boil when you hear people do crazy mess like that. But sadly, that's what we're dealing with in our country today. Let's go to a first-time caller from Texas, Sandy. Sandy, welcome. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, Sandy. Welcome to the program. Hey, I just wanted to tell you how much I love you. I've just been listening to you for quite a while. I'm a, I'm an AFR. <laughs> I just love them. I love all of everything Amen. about AFR. And I just wanted to tell you that I was raised in a children's home for 10 years mm-hmm. uh, when I was little uh, in Houston. Oh, okay. And it's... Uh, no fun thing, and I just really could relate when you said you were in the foster home uh, yeah. uh, program, you know, when you were a kid. And uh, anyway, I just yeah. admire you so much and keep on doing Thank what you you're Sandy. doing. I just, I'm really afraid for our nation, but I pray that it, it's not too late to turn back from yeah. what it That's is. Right, but anyway, I just thank you so much. Thank you, Sandy. God bless you. Thank you for calling. Uh, there's nothing worse in the life of a child, folks, than feeling abandoned, feeling rejected, having to ask the question, what's wrong with me that they don't want me? It's a terrible thing. And uh, I I just hear again, I I have a hard time dealing with people who would do that to children. But that's the kind of family the Biden family is, sadly. Okay, another first time caller, also from Texas, Lori. Lori, welcome. Hey, Bishop, a treat to talk to you. Um, Would you you please do one of your interviews with Justice Clarence Thomas, like you did with Ken Ham? Uh, He's a very interesting person, you know, not so much on, I wouldn't want you to focus all all your time on the court, but like, he's really interesting and he's funny and (laughs) I don't think most people know that about him. Right. Well, Lori, thank you for the call and uh, call again. Thank you for the suggestion as well. Uh, I do know Justice Thomas. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's he and I are best friends or anything, but I do know him. I uh, know his wife a little better than I know him because I've been around her quite a bit in various meetings, and we've worked on projects together and so forth. They are a wonderful family, and you're right. He is a wonderful man. Uh, that is a great suggestion. Thank you very much for the call, Lori. Let's go to uh, Melvin in North Carolina. Melvin, Welcome. Oh, God bless you, Bill Bishop. Good to talk to you again. 
And well, always enjoy listening to you. Thank you, sir. Well, everybody, everybody that I talk to, they pretty well know that I tell them I said that the, the demonic, the Democrat Party is the demonic party of Satan, and we know that if you're of the devil, you're going to do his work, and we know that the devil does nothing good. And I have a challenge for you and the listeners to find me one thing, one good thing that the Democrats do. Because I haven't been able to find one. I even talked to people who vote for Democrats. And they can't tell me one good thing that the Democrat Party does. But anyway, just before I go, one word of encouragement. And I get a little nervous when I'm talking. You might hear it in my voice. (laughs) You're doing fine, though. But anyway, one word of encouragement. we got to realize that God is still in control, and vengeance is mine. If the Lord, I will Amen. repay. Amen. Melvin, so, thank you so much for the call, my friend. I appreciate that. You are absolutely right. And you are right about the Democrat Party, too. You know, and even when the devil does something that seems to be good, it's really with, with destruction in mind. If he builds a building, he builds it to collapse it on your head. And that seems to be, remember, the Great, great Society program? Now, you, they, I heard um, Governor Cuomo say, oh, America was never that great. But now the Great Society program, now he could have, that's, he could have said, now that was never great at all. Uh, so you're right. Even when the devil seems to do something that looks good, it's only a facade. It has a poison pill in it. Let's go to Lynn in Arkansas. Lynn, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I heard you the other day talking about the work ethic and, you know, jobs in general, how yes. they need people. And um, I agree with you. Um, but um, and I remember when AOC said, you may not want to work in one of her, you know, oh, little yeah. things yep. on her website or whatever. Anyway, um, and um, but I wanted to say some of the things going on when you go to apply for a job now. I applied for a job with Home Depot the other day. Mm-hmm. And after I, and I have to have help for some of the computer stuff. Um, and um, after I got my resume on there, filled out the application and everything, there were 17 pages of stuff about what they do with your personal information. Even mentioning videos of you. Wow. And it said... Uh, giving your information to places in India and Europe. And then after that, it had a psychological test that said, uh, anyway. Okay, Lynn, we got to take a break, but we got the point. Well, look, the culture's changing, and, uh, and people feel the need to intrude on others' lives. Stand by, folks. We'll be back in a moment to take more calls. Back to The Awakening with Bishop E.W. Jackson on American Family Radio. The number is 888-589-8840. We've come to the last segment of the program. we got some full lines here. Let's see if we can get every single one of you on before the program is over. Let's go to another first-time caller, Billy from Arkansas. Billy, welcome. Hey, Bishop. It's a pleasure to get through and talk to you. Thank when you, Billy. we were in the military, we were approximately at the same time I was stationed in 
Europe fighting the Cold War in the mid-1970s, and things were hot. One day, they just came in to the unit and said, everybody's getting a shot. What shot? It's swine flu shot. It was a big shot. And there was no, you can't, you're going to be out of the Army if you don't take the shot. None of that. Maybe it was a test run. I don't know. But I took the shot. I ended up with MS. And I was blessed. I was able to go to Equal Opportunity Management Institute, Patrick Air Force Base. You know it. And uh, that's where I spent the rest of my military. So, you know, you and I have so much in common. But thank you for your service. Thank you. And Uh, thank you for yours, Billy. Thank you for yours. Yeah, Billy, you you have paid a tremendous price in service to this country, and all of us are deeply grateful to you and all of the other people across this nation. And and look, I know what the question you're raising, and you are absolutely right. I mean, to punish military people, and you know, many were kicked out over that thing. They were kicked out, and many were kicked out without honorable discharges. Again. Once again, folks, I, I don't even know how somebody can sleep at night to do that to our military people. Billy, thank you for the call. Okay, let's go to Dennis in Mississippi. Dennis, welcome. Brother, I, I do not have the words to express the blessing that your ministry has across the world and through AFA. I'm, 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 I'm truly you. thankful to you and I know you've got the quote that I wanted to make and about the woman that, that completely uh, destroyed the, the anthem. You know, I'll have to agree with her. Our nation has become a slave nation, a slave to sin. But yeah. Luke 1, verse 37, nothing is impossible with God. And I believe that the church is increasing daily. I really and truly believe people are giving their lives to Christ through ministries like yours and others. And whether God preserves this nation or whether he destroys it, I'm at peace, brother. Fear fear God, not man. I mean, I'm I'm at peace. I'm at peace either way. But having said that, I haven't gave up. I haven't gave up. But, Thank Dennis, you so much for, for thank what you, you do, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the encouraging words, Dennis, and and both to me and and to uh, our audience in general. Uh, that's exactly right. We we are not giving up. And I know it doesn't look good, but look at the signs. Look at the three Supreme Court decisions. Look at the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, we we are making some headway in ways perhaps that we didn't expect to. Uh, and I'm absolutely convinced, folks, that God is moving in behalf of this nation because the prayers of the saints of God are not unheard. The Bible says if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. If we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we ask of him. And asking God to save a nation and to turn the hearts of people toward him is not out of God's will. That is completely in keeping with God's will. We know that he hears that prayer. And I really believe that God is answering that prayer even as we speak. All right, let's go to, uh, well, let's go to uh, Warren in Texas. Warren, welcome. Hey, Bishop, how are you doing today? It's been a while since I talked to you, and it's it's always good. I listen to you all the time. Matter of fact, my wife listens to you. You're the first man she listens to. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm kind of jealous, but I'll get over it. We love you. But Thank uh, you, my main reason to call was uh, back in the Fast and Furious, back in 2009, 2010, debacle. Mm-hmm. Obama, yep. anytime in Texas you give a weapon to somebody, they're automatically held accountable. If you have an inkling that someone may commit a crime, then you're held responsible for that crime. And I feel that Biden, Obama, and Eric Holder should be held responsible for Brian Terry, 40-year-old Border Patrol in Arizona, Border Patrol agent that was shot and killed. A couple of weapons Mm -hmm. were found traced back to the Fast and Furious deal, and nothing was was ever said about it. But that's all I got to say. I know you got some other callers online. Love you. Have a good day now. Warren, love you too, man. Thank you so much, and thank you for reminding me. What did I say at the opening of the program? They don't care about us. They, They just don't. They only care about their agenda. It's a pretty sad state, of, sad, sad state of affairs. And we need people in office, frankly, who love this country, love the American people, and understand that their role is to serve us, not to rule over us, not to manipulate us, not to use us, but to serve us. Let he who would be greatest among you be the servant of all, not the master, but the servant. And praise God for raising up people, even again, I believe God is doing that even as we speak, raising up people who have that mindset and will will emerge to serve us the way this nation ought to be served. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Aaron in Arkansas. Aaron, welcome. Hello, Bishop. How are you today? Blessed. Aaron, how are you today? Undeservedly blessed, as I like Amen. to say. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, the. The gentleman, the previous caller, I believe it was Dennis, he had it right whenever he said, uh, no matter what happens to this country, you know, he uh, he's at peace. Amen. You know, our, our joy is not found in uh, uh, anything else but him and God. And I uh, just yeah. wanted to, uh, you know, thank thank him for, for reminding us of that. Uh, my, my comment today, everybody uh, has heard of toxic masculinity. And that's a term that's been thrown around for many, yeah. many years. But how many people have heard or even, uh, you know, thought of toxic femininity? <laughs> you know, uh, one of our original, uh, as, as humans, it's, it's human nature for, for women and females to usurp the male role. And we all have roles as male and female. That's and what Eve did. That's what Eve did. In our sure. nature. Exactly. Yep. It's in our nature to... To, it's in the women's nature to take that role of man, but and they're trying, you know, they're calling man, woman, woman, man. But uh, toxic femininity is uh, something that uh, I kind of chuckle at. Like nobody, nobody yeah. ever talks of that. Or Aaron, if you, know, you, if, you, if, you if you if you put that on social media, they'd probably censor you because you can you can talk about toxic masculinity, but don't bring up toxic femininity because after all, we 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 know that the problem the, the oppressor in our society is the male in general, the white male specifically. Hey, Aaron, thank you for the call, my friend. God bless you. Uh, and by the way, I don't know about it being in the nature of <laughs> to usurp the role of men, but it certainly is in the nature of this modern feminist LGBTQ, whatever they want to call it, movement to uh, usurp the proper roles that God has given us and substitute their own vision uh, to become their own gods. And if we would allow them, they'd be they'd be tried. They try to be our gods, too. But we've already got the true and the living God. Thank you very much. We don't need any others. Let's go to Annette in North Carolina. Annette, welcome. Thank you. God bless you. I, 
I listen to you all the time. I'd be waiting for you to come on. Thank, <laughs> Thank the Lord you, God, because you Thank really you. speak. You really speak the truth, and that's what we need. We need the truth. Yes. People need to stop lying and tell the truth and stop being afraid to say what the Lord God gives them to say. I listened Amen. to the uh, uh, brother uh, speaking about the Democrats in the other half of the program, and he was speaking about the Democrats. And it just came to mind, and uh, I said, uh, demon crats. That's what mm-hmm. they demon crats. Oh, yeah. And oh. um, thanking the Lord God, because I am a soldier of the Army of the Lord. And um, I thank the Lord God because uh, the person who spoke before uh, me was speaking about uh, President Obama and Eric Moore. And I tell you, that year when they came into office, all kinds of things came again. Yeah, yeah. And, I think, I think uh, my mom worked so hard. That, I think you're referring she to so Eric. Hard to pay off her home. And, and, and they, that. We're, we're almost out of time in that. But listen, thank you so much. Call me again earlier in the program. God bless you. And uh, look, it is, it is going to take the truth to set us free. Let's, let's get June from Arkansas in. June, you've been waiting a while. Welcome to the program. First time caller. Thank you, Bishop. I just wanted to uh, share that uh, I was born and raised in California, and I think I'm 70, so you can know how far back that goes, but it breaks my heart to see what the liberals have done to that beautiful place, and if anybody was stupid enough to vote for Gavin Newsom, they need their head examined. <laughs> all right, June. Thank you for the call. <laughs> right. Thank you for the call. We are almost out of time. Let's see. We've got uh, Nita from Tennessee. Nita, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to talk to you, and you are doing all you can, I think. <laughs> I Thank can't you, do Nita. as much as you can. But I, I'm from Tennessee. And uh, Tennessee is having a bad time because they they want to to do everything. And why can't we uh, charge the Biden family on having um, what is it in in their thing? Because they oh, the FBI has having a cocaine in the White House. Yeah. Yeah. In that, well, in that something to get yeah. them far? Nita, look, we don't know. The Secret Service is investigating, and they promise to be completely transparent on what they find. So we shall see. Thank you for the call, Nita. Thank all of you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. If you're in my area, I'm going to be at church on Sunday, 943 Canal Drive in Chesapeake, 11 a.m. Stop by. We'll be live streaming at about 1120. In the meantime, folks, be encouraged. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.